We're learning the Sikha, Sikha Aleph of Parshas Kisavai, in Chelik Chavdalid on page 157. The Shir today is being learned, Lilanishmas, Rabbi Yosef ben Yamin, ben Rabbanasha Kaltman. Of the Posik, Vavaya Mircha Yoim, Liesle, Laam Sugula, Kashadibaloch. So it says in this week's Parsha that the Abishta has separated you to be a Amzgula, a special nation. We'll see soon in the Sikha from Rashi what that means. Kashadibaloch, as Hashem has spoken of you. Shtaltzach Rashi of the Verte, Kashadibaloch. So Rashi brings the words Kashadibaloch on his Mephadish, and Rashi comes to explain where did Hashem say the Eden are Amzgula. And that is, V'hiyisam li'zgula. V'hamatn teire, the Eibishter says about Yidin that they will be for the Eibishter zgula. Danach shtaltzach Rashi in Zvetin Posik. Then the next Posik, Rashi says, of Verte, V'lhiyoyscha, Am Kodesh, Kasher Diber. And you will be a holy nation, like Hashem spoke, on his Mepharish. And there Rashi explains, where did the Eibishter say this? V'hiyisam li'kedoshim. Which is a Posik at the end of Parshish Kedoshim, where it says this, that Yidin will be Kedoshim for Hashem. So the question here is, and the first question here, the Rebbe will stop on the Dibra Maskal of the Rashi, which is always the key in understanding Rashi. Oib Rashi, Daphnet might examine from Posik, was the Dibra is, if Rashi does not have to bring from the Posik what the Dibra, what it is that Hashem spoke, in Posik Mefurish, Lia Isloi, La'am Segula, it says it clearly in the Pasik. The Pasik says, Lies Lailam's Gula, nor Vu Gefinimir Dem Diber. The only thing that Rashi brings from the Pasik is when it was that David said so early, freer, earlier. Favos is that it's Maitik when Tzvetenmo. So why the second time in the Dibra Maschel does Rashi bring it from the Pasik? So again, if you look at the Dibra Maschel, so the first time the Dibra Maschel of Rashi is just the words Kasher Diberloch. And it's clear that he's going on the Indian of Zgula, as Rashi right away brings, Vi Zgula. But the second time, when Rashi wants to tell you where the Dibber was, see here, Rashi brings, Why is Rashi bringing the whole entire quote? If Rashi has to quote from the Pasuk like he does the second time what the Dibber is, So Rashi should quote this the first time as well. Base. So here the Rebbe is going to ask on the actual source that Rashi brings regarding Kaddish. What is Kasher Dibber? Regarding. That's what it's referring to. So the question is very simple. What Rashi brings from Parshish Yisrael is a Mamshich Dort. There in Parshish Yisrael, the Pasuk there contains and says, Clearly, that Yidin are Goy Kaddish. It's of us, learned Rashi, as the Kasha Diber in Svetin Posik, meant an under Dibu from the Mebishn, Vihisim Li Kaddish. That over here, the Posik says both Vihisim Li Segula, which refers to what it says in Parshish Yisrael, and then the Yisraham Kaddish is referring to a completely different time when Hashem speaks to Yidin. Nit dem v'shteit zamen mit ve'isom nisgula v'sazoi learned take kamim l'farshiyatayr, and not that it's referring to the lashon of a goy kodesh that the Eibushter says in Parshas Yisroi be'matan teira, like other commentaries here quote that that's what the Kashadiba refers to. Nachmer questions even further. Leitim mefarshim is glad the hemshchda in pasuk. According to those mefarshim that say that liyeschaam kodesh refers 
to what the Ebesh said by Matan Teir of So the Pasuk here is very clear. Because of the Vete, Vatem Tiel, Imam Lechas Kainim, Vashtetan Parshis Yisroi, Taich Rashi. What does it mean when it says, Mamlechas Kainim, says Rashi, Sorry, that Yidna are like ministers. Apizeh, Kumpim Eloiz. So now, if this is the case, it comes out as follows. As the Allah Protim, Do, in the Pasuk, Lies Loi Lam Segula. And then it says, Vilisitcha Elian Al Kalagayim. You will be greater than all nations. And then will you will be a holy nation, It's exactly corresponding to the three points that Abish says in Parshish Yisrael. To be above all nations is what it says, which means Sarah, to be ministers over the Gaim. So it's all one Diber, and therefore it corresponds to what exactly to what Abisha said then. So why is Rashi splitting this up and saying that Vilayisram Kadesh refers to a completely different Dibor, which is the Dibor of Kadeshim Til? So simply we can answer. Reason why Rashi does not bring the Pasik of Goy Kadaish as the source for when Hashem said that he's not going to be a Am Kadaish is Valdemolt is Dochtosta Zelbe Kashediben. Because if so, when the Abisha says Yisam Yisugula and the Abisha says that Yidna are also a Goy Kadaish, it's one Dibur, it's all the same time. On the Pasik, Valda by the Yisra Am Kadaish, Nitkidaft Ibachazrin, Nochamal Kashediben. So over here, the Pasek does not have to say twice the expression of Kashadibe. These are two psukim here, one right after the other, and it says once Kashadibe on Zgula, and another Kashadibe on V'liyayisham Kaddish. But if it's one Dibur, so why is it saying it twice? So that's why this forces Rashi to say that it refers to a different time. Hashem says to the Yidin that they are Kedoshim, Yisam Likedoshim. However, this answer is not a good answer. There is a hefsik over here because in the second pasik it says or actually is in the first pasik. This is in Kapitel Chavav in pasik Yudches. So it says in the pasik So it interrupts between the two points of Zgula and Am Kaddish. So even if they're both from the same Dibur. But because there's an interruption, it's understood why the Pasuk repeats again, Kashadibe. So that's not a reason to say that Le'ezcha Am Kadosh refers to a completely different Dibur. Void, another point, Le'edem is the Pasuk Deirish Bir. If this is Taka the case, that because the Pasuk says twice Kashadibe, so therefore we have to say that it refers to two different times when the Abish speaks about Yidin. So that, that needs an explanation. And this is something that Rashi should explain. Why is the Pasuk referring to a completely different Dibur? And that's the reason why the Torah says the second time Kashadibur. And why should the Pasuk not be talking about one statement that the Ebesh just said together by Matan Torah? What's the significance of referring to two different Diburim if it's the same exact thing, same exact content, that the Abisha says the Yidin are a Goy Kodesh. So the, the, the question is now on the Pasuk itself, and this is something Rashi should have to clarify. 
Then there's another question here regarding this that Rashi says that it comes from the end of Parshas Kedoshim where it says V'yisim Likedoshim. The Pasuk was Rashi Breng steht B'Sion Parshas Kedoshim. Und begefind schon früher dem Loschen Kedoshim Tiyu Bereish Parshas Kedoshim. The same Loschen or similar Loschen you find in the beginning of Parshas Kedoshim. Kedoshim Tiyu. Und noch früher V'his Kedoshim V'hiyisem Kedoshim B'Sayf Parshas Shmini. Was bringt Rashi den spätendigen Pasuk? So why does Rashi bring that when it says if Yoischa Am Kadosh, it refers to the latest time where it says it in the Torah earlier, and that is at the end of Parshas Kedoshim, and not from any of the times that it says it before. Now it would be a difficult to accept the following answer. That David spoke about Yidin, that they're going to be a Am Kodesh in the Pasuk, emphasizes the Am Kodesh la Shemalikacha. The Rebbe brengt the Pasuk, which is Oich Mefurish, the Yisem Li Kedoshim. So Rashi quotes the Pasuk where it, it says Li for the Abishta, similar to the Lashon of la Shemalikacha here. Mashainkain, the under the Psukim Anal, where the Lashon is Kedoshim, Stam. The two other Psukim mentioned don't say the Li, it doesn't say anything connecting to the Abishta. That seems to be the reason why Rashi chose to bring the Pasuk from the end of Parshish Kedoshim. But this is a difficult answer to accept. That's one of the main points that brings Rashi to this Pasuk. So Rashi would have quoted this word in the Dibra Maschal. Rashi brings from the Pasuk only these words. And Rashi omits the two words of which is actually in the middle, which is a little bit unusual that Rashi should quote a Pasuk and omit words in the middle. And he doesn't even hint to those words in between like as he usually would with a Vegaime. It's clear as the Kashadiber Batsitzech Tzuvliyoyzcham Kodesh. That the Kasha Dibber in the Pasik is what the Abish once said before the Eden are an Am Kodesh. And Rashi is not trying to highlight the fact that it says here, and therefore quoting Dafke the Pasik of Li. So the question remains why does Rashi quote Dafke this Pasik of the end of Parsha's Kedeshim? So we could say that the answer for this is as follows. And the Rebbe will first focus on understanding the, the Lashon over here. The, when the, the main thing is that we're quoting Dafke from Liyaisham Kodesh. The quote that Rashi brings from Parshish Kedoshim is, is unusual, is different. So that's what the Rebbe is going to focus on here. When you look at the Pasuk here at first glance, it's something that's not smooth. The fact that Yidin are a holy nation and the fact that Yidin are an Am's Gula, a chosen or special nation, seems to be very similar. The fact that Yidin are different and separate of all other nations, whether an Am's Gula or an Am Kaddish. If so, why doesn't it say these two points together? They're very similar. The fact that Vliyayisham Kodesh is in the next and another Pasik. And in the end of that Pasik. 
Noch then we are as mafsik mid velishma kometzvaisa. After the pasik interrupts with the fact that yidin keep all mitzvahs. Was read wegen der poole von yidin mipneat zivik, which is not speaking about yidin themselves, but it's speaking about the actions that yidin do because of the Abish's command. Unit an inyan shall toyar umayla biyachas to call again, and it doesn't speak about describing who yidin are. In, in contrast to all other nations of the world, which is what both Liyais Amzgula and Liyais Ham Kodesh is coming to describe. So the Torah splits it into two different psukim, and in between puts in a different thing. Volishma Komitzvaisa. His move on, so it's understood, as Amzgula on Am Kodesh, these two expressions of Yidin being an Amzgula and Yidin being an Am Kodesh, they're totally different points. So this is the key of the explanation of why when it comes to Rashi does not say that this refers to the same Dibur where the Ebesha said and then followed up with saying in Because over there Yisam Lizgula and Goy Kaddish come together. They're similar. But over here, the Torah puts it into two different sukkim, and it splits it in between with Felishma Komet so it's clear that it's two different in Yonim. That's why Rashi quotes regarding Lezcha and Kaddish a completely different Dibur. In Vaz Pashtayt Echiluk, Tzvishin, Lezcha and Kaddish, Uve Yisam Lizgula Mikolamen. So what is the difference between these two points of Yidin being an Am Kaddish and it's different from what it says before, that Yidin are as Gula, Nikola Amen. Nentes Rashi Erois, from them, was in ersten Postik steht, Ka Asher Dibeloch, that in the first Postik, when it says, Vyisam is Gula, Nikola Amen, the Postik says, Ka Asher Dibeloch, and that's the actual Dibera Maschal of the Rashi. Und Bavli Yisraam Kodosh, steht, Ka Asher Diber, Beli, dem Wort Loch. But then, in the next Postik, it says, Vli Yisraam, Am Kodesh Kasher Diber, and over here it does not say the word Loch. There's a big difference if it says the word Loch or it does not say the word Loch. What's the difference? The Azbara Bezer, the explanation for this is as follows Rashi, Rashi already said how to understand the word Loch in this context before in Parshas Vayetze, Dibarti Loch. And over there it says similar, Dibarti Loch. So what does the word loch mean when it says after the word dibarti? So it would sound like it means dibarti loch, I spoke to you. But Rashi over there says that no, that's not what it means. Dibarti loch means letzorchoch ve'olecho, for your sake and about you. That's what the word locha means, or loch means. Mashev tachti lavrom, David is telling Yaakov, this that I promised to Avram of Yerim al-Zadoi, Regarding his descendants, the brachas for his descendants, l'chav tachti v'chulu. That avtache was for your sake. It was regarding you. That's what the barti loch means. Loch means for your sake. V'chein Rashi continues, kol li v'lochav v'loy v'lehen. Hasmucha meitzel dibur. Whenever the Torah uses these this, these kinds of expressions, which are all basically the same word, whether it's loshin rabim or loshin yachid, after the word dibur, mishamshin loshin al. What it means is that what was spoken on you or about you. That's the taich of the word loch. So now let's apply that rule that Rashi already told us in Parshas Vayetze over here. 
when the Pasuk says, Kasher Diber Loch, that the Abish says that Yidin are going to be a Am's Gula, Kasher Diber Loch. So what does the Kasher Diber Loch mean? The fun is move on beneath the dawn. So from this we can understand and apply it over here as the Pirish Kasher Diber Loch. The words Kasher Diber Loch, what does this mean? Meant Nita Zivierat Geret Sudia. Doesn't mean like it would sound at first glance that this is what the Abish is, what's being said over here is what the Abish has spoken to you. Tsu Yidin. The Ebishtu told Yidin that they are going to be an Amzgula. Rashi already told us that's not what the word Loch means in such a context. That adds another point. And especially over here, if Dibaloch means that this is what the Ebishtu spoke to Yidin, so then what's the Chiddush to say that the Ebishtu told us to Yidin? Everything in Teireh was said to Yidin. So why, why is it pointing out that this is something that Ebishtu spoke to Yidin? Now rather, what does Loch over here mean? This is something that the Ebesh spoke for your sake and about you. Rebbe translates this in Yiddish. That this is what the Ebesh spoke about you. At Suzog, this is a promise of Tochafardir, Oivdir. It's a promise for you or about you, regarding you. That's what the word Dibr Loch over here means. So now, what does this mean in the whole flow of the Pasuk? On das is the Hem Shechakasev. So this is what the Pasuk here is saying. V'Hashem emircha ayoyim liyes lo'ilam zgula. V'smein. So the Pasuk means as follows. As hu hefrishcha elo me'ame yoaretz. That the Eivishter separated you from all nations of the world. Liyes lo'ilam zgula. To be for him, to be for him an am zgula. Is that oif to given ka'asher dibolach. That's what, what's being accomplished here is Kasher Dibalach, which means that the Ebishti here is fulfilling what he has promised, what he has promised and said about Yidin. So it comes out that over here, Kasher Dibalach means that the Ebishti is fulfilling the promise that he has promised regarding Yidin. When it says Dibalach, which means regarding Yidin, named the Dibar of Yisam it refers to what Hashem has said by Matan Teira that Yidin are going to be for Hashem as Gula. But Zdartan is given the Dibber, the Dibber Veg Yidin. And over there, at the, before Matan Teira, the Ebishter speaks about Yidin, that they are going to be an Amz Gula. That's when it says Dibber Loch regarding the Yisam Gula. In Svet and Pasek, but now when you come to the next Pasek, and it's at the end of the next Pasek, and there's an interruption of other points in between. And there it says, am diber. You are a holy, or you will be a holy nation, like Hashem has spoken. nitloch. Over there, it does not say the word loch. Is move on. So here it's understood. There's a different shot. As diber This is not saying that it's something that the Eibushter has said or has promised for the sake of Yidden, for the regarding to Yidden. them. Vos a promise of what's going to be in the future with you. No, rather over here, kasher dibe means kipshutai in the literal understanding of the word dibe, which means vierat geret un angesagt what Eivishta has spoken and has commanded ubemelet suyidin. Over here, the dibe means this that Hashem has spoken to you, not about you, not a promise about you, but rather this that Hashem spoke to you. Vos das meint at sivoi alfapulu finyidin. Also over here, it's referring to this that Hashem spoke and commanded Yidin to do. So this is completely different. 
Lechein is verstandig, so therefore it's understood, and das meint nicht, dem Dibor, v'atem tiyolim, amleches, kainem, v'goy Kodesh. So, v'leyeischam Kodesh cannot be referring to this, that the Eibish, the promises, that Yidna are going to be a holy nation. But it's a zayvi de dibor, v'yisim lizgula, we're there, it's similar to v'yisim lizgula, which means the tzorchach v'alecha, that the Eibish is speaking for the sake of Yidin and about Yidin, a dibor, from Eibishten, begin zayn pulim mit Yidin. What the Eibishter is doing or choosing or giving him. Not rather, Adibor from the Eibishters at Sivoy Oif Liyaisham Kodesh. Kashadibir, since it does not say the word Loch, means Kashadibir, the Eibishter spoke to you. And this is what the Eibishter is demanding of you. Speaking to Yidin, commanding them that they should be an Am Kodesh. The Rebbe Zokterashi, as does meant, the Pasig Visum Likedoshim. That this refers to the positive Yisum the Kedoshim, for thus is the Eibishim that Sivut Yidin zal Zain Kedoshim. This is a command of the Eibishim that Yidin should be Kedoshim. Rashi cannot bring the pasuk of a Goy Kodesh that it says together with Leyas Am Segula. Um High time is Rashi Maitik Da Oichas Cholas Aloshim Leyas Am Kodesh. So therefore, here Rashi doesn't just bring the words Kashadibet, but Rashi starts off the quote in the Dibra Maskor from Leyas Cha. Because the word v'lihiyayischa is also an indicator for this pshat. Nitvi yashteit friyer lihiyayis loy la'am segula. To be for him a'am segula. But here it says v'lihiyayischa, you will be. V'alayich from dem shiniyaloshin. Because here this is also another detail where there's a difference in the expression from before. L'hiyayischa. Tzudayn zayn. That you should be. Netat gashe or the kedusha mitzad yidin. So over here it's emphasizing that this kedusha comes from Yidin. For statement, as the Zayn and Am Kodesh is not Davka Pulim Mitzadim Eibishten, wie in Friedrichim Pasek, that Am Kodesh here is not talking about specifically a Kedusha that comes from above, from the Eibishter, like before, when it says, Liyo Yisloi La'am Zgula, it's the Eibishter's promise that Yidin are going to be an Am Zgula. Now that Teichim from the Yidin's Pula, rather it's talking about Liyo Yischa, what you're going to do about it, that Yidin are going to be an Am Kodesh, because the Eibishter Diber spoke and commanded Yidin to be an Am Kodesh. Okay, so this explains very gishmak the two psukim, and it's two different psukim, it's not one Hemshech, and it's very clear why Rashi has, says that V'yisam Lizgula is what, what the first Pasuk is talking about, that's the Avtochem Mulmailo, the Eibishter, and then the next Pasuk, L'yayischa Am Kodesh, that's referring to the command to Yidin, what Yidin have to do. And therefore, Rashi quotes from the Pasik of the end of Parshat's Kedoshim. Right, but there's one more detail to explain, because why does Rashi quote Dafka from the end of Parshat's Kedoshim? As is over the Shaila Canal, the question remains, Atzivui of Kedusha, Gefit Meshem Friyer, Kedoshim Tiyu. Unach Friyer, Viskadishtem, Viyisim Kedoshim. If, yeah, it's Taka Atzivui. But we could have brought from earlier, whether from the beginning of Parshas Kedoshim or the end of Parshas Shmini. Why is Rashi quoting Dafke from the end of Parshas Kedoshim? So the answer to this is, so therefore, is Rashi Maitik Befeirish, Nit Meram is Durach Goimer, from Pasik Oich V'lihiyoyscha Am Kodesh. That's what Rashi quotes from the Pasik, also the words Am Kodesh. So till now, the Rebbe only explained why it's important to quote the word V'lihiyoyscha. Because that's an indication that it goes on an action that Yidin do. And also the words, Kasha Diber, and where the Pasuk does not say the word Loch, which shows that it's a Diber to Yidin, not about Yidin. But in the middle, the Am Kadosh, why is Rashi quoting those two words, Am Kadosh as well, if Rashi could have just hinted to it with Vagayme? So the point is, the Psukim Da, 
seinen Eisen bringen, die Eisgeteiltheit von den Jeden als, als Am. From the expression that it says, Am Kodesh, we see that the Pasuk over here is focusing on the fact that Jeden are going to do something to express that the fact that they are different from everyone else as a nation, not every individual Yid. As the Pasuk begins about this earlier in the previous Pasuk where it speaks about this, which means says that what this means is Yidin were separated from all the nations of the world to be a Amzgula referring to all Yidin as a whole, as people. And the same is also here in Oyre Tzivoy of Kedusha, the Pasha Seinu, is Nitav Yede Yidin Alts Yochid. So when it says Ibl Yoyzcham Kodesh, is not referring to every Yid as an individual, nor of the Gansna, referring to all Yidin as a nation. So it's on Zain and Am Kodesh, that Yidin will be a holy nation. And the Rebbe is of them Masim Zogin, as thus is the Dibur, the Yisunli Kedoshim, from Saif Parshish Kedoshim. So therefore, it's more fitting to bring over here the quote that this refers to the Pasuk that it says in the end of Parshish Kedoshim, the Yisunli Kedoshim. Was darten is der Tzivu Oich, Oif Azak Kedusha, was Telze Op, Al Am, von Allah Umweis. In the context of the Pasuk there, it's talking about a Kedusha that separates all Yidin from all the nations of the world, not as individuals, but as a nation. The Pasuk is Mamshech, as you see there in the Pasuk. The Eden are separated from all nations to be to me. So that's the right place to quote from regarding Eden fulfilling this mitzvah of being Kadosh, different from all other nations. By contrast, both of the Psukim and in the end of Shmini and in the beginning of Kedoshim, was Darton is nit mudgish as does an tzivuyim of the Kedoshim from Klal Am Yisrael v'Abdolosim from Alumais. Here, there's no emphasis that it's speaking about Yidin as a whole being different than all other nations. Nor tzivuyim to Yede Yidin al tziochit. Over there, it's speaking about individual mitzvahs that every Yid has to fulfill, which will separate him, which will bring him to a level of holiness. Similar to other mitzvahs in the Torah, which is a mitzvah on every individual. So therefore Rashi here, because in our Pasuk it says, Am Kodesh, is bringing Dafka the Pasuk of the end of Parshish Kodeshim, where it says, Va'avdo eschem mino amen. Okay, this is the conclusion of the explanation. I'll peep shot in what these two Rashis are saying regarding these two psukim of the first Pasuk where it says, V'yisam lizgulak, kashadi belach, and in the second Pasuk, where it says, V'l'yayischa, am kodesh kasher dibe. Here, the Rebbe will explain this Indian, B'pnimi Yisran Yonim, and we'll go into a beautiful and deep Hezber, B'negeya, to the Ma'il of Yidin, and especially in contrast to Goyim, what's the Mitzias and who is a Yid? Dav nechob b'fashtein, B'pnimi Yisran Yonim. But there's still a question here that remains on a deeper level. And a Chanami, as V'l'yayischa, am kodesh, so we understand and we proved that the expression of refers to this, that Yidin are holy because of what they do, the mitzvah that they have, which makes them holy. And not like what it says earlier, which is accomplished by the Eibishter, this is the Eibishter's promise. But what is the Shaykh's phone? Will he yoisha am kodosh? Some Indian 
von Ulisitcha Elyon al Kalagayim, was is in Zelden, Pasik Bas Cholosei. But there's a third point here, which was brought in the beginning of the Sikha, when it says that Yidin are going to be Elyon al Kalagayim, in which Pasik does that come into? It comes into the second Pasik, where it says, Vilayisram Kadosh. In the beginning of that Pasik, it says, Ulisitcha Elyon al Kalagayim. Why does it belong over here in this Pasik? If you divide these two psukim, it would seem like the right place for Vilisitcha Elyon al Goyim should belong in the previous Pasik. As the Rabbi explains, if you're talking about what you didn't have to do to be holy, so what belongs together with that in this pasuk when it says v'lishmer that you didn't keep all the mitzvahs? For state God in Friedrich pasuk. Now, the v'lishmer komitzvaisav it actually does not say over here in this pasuk, but that's actually written in the previous pasuk together with v'yisim lisugula, which is what the Eibushter does. Fulfilling the mitzvahs. So that should be in this Pasik, together with where it says, I'm Kaddish, that Yidin are doing something to be holy. The expression of the fact that the Ebishtik gives that Yidin should be greater than all nations is Achshivis on Maila, was what they get from the Ebishtin. It's it's a level that the Eibush is giving Yidin, similar to what it says in the first passage, which the Eibush gives. So over there it should say So instead it's the other way around. So the seder of the psukim is not understood. The so the Rebbe gives a beautiful husband for this, with an introduction first explaining the mile of Yidin over Goyim. Uh, based on the what it says in the Avteira in this week's parsha, and the Rebbe connects it then to Rosh Hashanah, and only after that will the Rebbe come back to explain very gishmak and clear the division of the two psukim here. In the Avteira of this week's parsha, we have expressed clearly and bariches the devuah, the promises of Lasad Lovet. And the Pasuk there says, The nations of the world will go to the light of Hashem. And the Melachim will also follow the radiance of the Eibishter. Your sons and daughters will come from far, and your daughters will be raised by kings. That's the Nevoah here. And then it says further, They will be there to serve and do everything for the good of Yidin. And those nations and those kingdoms that will not serve Yidin, they'll be destroyed in the Hagayim Chorav And those nations will be completely destroyed. So the question of this is, So it's understood when it comes to the obligation that the Goyim have to fulfill the Shevim Mitzvahs. Because Goyim Zerun of Zen, it's so this is something they commanded. On So if they don't fulfill it, So the Einish for not fulfilling any of the Shavu Mitzvahs Bnei Noach is Misa. We don't find anywhere seemingly any obligation or command that Goyim have to serve Yidin. And to such an extent that if they don't fulfill this, if they're not going to be serving Yidin, then they're going to be t- completely wiped out, completely destroyed. 
What's the reason for this? So here we see a fundamental point regarding the existence of Goyim in the world. So the explanation here is, this is something that was spoken about already more than once. The entire creation, including the nations of the world, they have no purpose and existence for themselves. They're here in the world, serving a purpose and all for the sake of Yidin. As Chazal tell us right in the beginning of the Torah, means that the world and Goyim included were created for Yidin, that are referred to as Reishis. Yidin are the purpose and the goal of, of the entire creation. And then when Mashiach comes, so the true existence of what every creation is will be revealed. So then, what the existence of everything in the world really is will be revealed. And the entire world will be all serving the Eden, including all the nations of the world. It will be revealed that their entire existence is for Eden. And this is the reason why, naturally, when the truth of what the Mitzis of a guy in the world is, so the result is, so there can't be an existence of a nation or of a guy or a kingdom that doesn't serve a Yid. If he does not serve, so those that are not here for that purpose, so Yevedo, as a natural result, they'll be wiped off. It's not a, a punishment for a command that they have that they are not fulfilling. Rather, when Mashiach comes, the truth of who they are is revealed. And if they're not serving that purpose, that truth, so automatically they have no schus to, to exist. So they will not exist. Now we can say that the truth is, as thus is the time, now this is really the reason why we see that when it comes to a guy, so if he doesn't fulfill any of the Shavu Mitzvahs B'nei Noyach, he's always, he always is the same Chi of the Oynish of Misa. Not with the Oynishim V'zene Bayidin, V'alach Zene Fashidin, Leit Dem Fashidinkeit from the Mitzvahs. Unlike Oynishim when it comes to Yidin that don't fulfill Mitzvahs, Mitzvahs Haseh or Mitzvahs Loisaseh, that the punishment varies depending on which Mitzvah or Aveda it is. So why by Goyim is it always the Chi of Misa? And the answer is because the Sheva Mitzvah B'nei Noyach as well is in Yonom. The whole point there is Sibas Mitzvahs from B'nei Noyach, which is really the whole cause for the existence of B'nei Noyach in the world. And Goyim should fulfill the Sheva Mitzvahs in order to create a civil world. And the Kolzeh B'shvil Yisrael B'shvil And their entire existence is here for this purpose that they should behave like mentioned, and again, it should be a civil world, so then they could serve their purpose for the sake of Yidin and Tayyid. So if they're not fulfilling the purpose of their creation, and that is by not fulfilling Sheva Mitzvah B'nei Noyach, so they're not able to be here for the sake of Yidin. So automatically, the whole reason, and the whole basis for their entire existence is, is that they have no credibility. For their no, there's no, nothing for them to exist anymore. So therefore, the Oynish is Misa. Okay, so Bismana there's an Oynish Misa. But Lasset Lavoi, it's not even Bederach Oynish. It's Bederach Memela. Because the truth is in Zgala in the world, so Bederach Memela, anything that's not in sync with that truth, it does not exist anymore. 
So here, this idea here, the difference between the existence of a Yid, he is the Matar of the Bria, he's not in the world for anything else. And a guy which is only here in the world serving the Yidin, this is what the Pasuk here is talking about when it says, And this is the Pshat that it says in the Shachal HaTayra. That it's as if they're only created for your sake. That all Goyim of the world are only created to be here to serve Yidin. And that's what it means when it says that Yidin are Elyoin al-Kala Goyim. In what sense are they Elyoin? That all Goyim are created for the sake of Yidin, to serve Yidin. The say is that the Reyim from Vulisitcha Elyoin al-Kala Goyim is that Oisfirim bepoyol di matara funzeir bashafenven. This is when the whole entire purpose of them being created is fulfilled. But this is a me'en funum gilui de lo'asit kanal. This is somewhat of a revelation of what will happen when Mashiach comes, when it'll be clear what the existence of the world and Gaim included is all about. That's what the pshat of Elisitcha Elyon al-Kola Gaim is. So based on this, it comes out further. As the Teichen from the Tzveip Sukkah the Parsha Seinu, that this is really also the content of both of the Psukkah that we discussed before here in the Parsha, it's all focusing on discussing the great advantage and the great level of Yidin that they have in contrast to the existence of other nations. That the Ebesh has separated you from all the nations to be in Amsgula. As the Yidin that in Oizgetelt from the Yame Oretz, that Yidin was separated from all other nations, the Midvazer Matar Vetachlis is in Zeyer Metzias Atzma. The goal and the purpose of the creation of Yidin is not for anything else, rather it's in the Yidin themselves. Yidin are not here as some kind of intermediary or helping something else, but rather the Tachlis is in them themselves. As will be explained over here at length. Okay, so this Nakudi here, that the Pasuk is trying to express the difference between Yidin and Goyim, and it's it's focusing here on this Nakoda that Yidin, the Matarez and them themselves, not to serve something else, is what the Pasik means when it says Vilias uh Amsgula, and the Vihisam Lizgula that it says, and here the Rabbi will explain this Barichis very well. Let's see. The Bir so the explanation for this is as follows. The Taich von Vashem and Mircha Yoim Lias Loilamsgula. The fact that the Ebesh separates Yidin to be an Am's Gula, the Rashi Taichd, of Yisim Lis Gula, and this is how Rashi Taichd, the Yisim Lis Gula, earlier on in Parshish Yisrael, was a Brengta, which Rashi quotes what the Pasuke is referring to. What does Am's Gula mean? Oitzer Chaviv. This is a beloved treasure. Kamai Uzgulas Melachim, like Uzgulas Melachim, which is a treasure of kings, Kliyakar, Vavonem Tevis, precious Kalim, precious furniture, or antique furniture, antique Kalim, and precious stones. Precious gems, that the kings hide them away in their storehouse and their treasure house. So to Yidin will be this special treasure different from all nations. That's the Taich of Zgula. So let's understand exactly what's the mile of this Indian of this treasure. If since this is a mashal that Taita says, 
So it's moving, it's understood as that is betachlis adiyak. It's 100% precise. It's expressing something unique about Yidin. It's not just some kind of a random mushal talking about something that's special about Yidin. So if we look at this mushal closely, it's not understood. Thus is the Tayeles from the Kliyakar Vavonim Tevis. What is Bechlal the benefit of having these special, precious gems and kalim? If they're just hidden away. They're totally closed away and, and hidden and have no use whatsoever. So how does that express the fact that there's something special about them? That shows seemingly that it's something that has, that's useless, pointless. If, for example, you would take any of these uh, precious gems, and you put it into the king's uh, ring, you put it into his crown, so then it's understood how this adds to the beauty and the splendor of the king. But if these precious gems are hidden away, a hidden treasure for no one to see, it doesn't accomplish anything. Nobody has any benefit or, or any pleasure from the fact that they're so precious and they're so beautiful. So what? They're, they're just hidden away. If you take it out from this Eitzah, so for example, if it would be used when it's necessary, when there's a big war, and you need them for the, for the funds of the war, to win the war, and this is something that the Friedrich Rebbe speaks about in the Maimer of Bossi Legani, that in order to be victorious against uh, any opposition, is he's ready to squander all of these treasures, of very, very precious treasures, which were gathered and collected for many generations, and it wasn't used for anything over time, and it's hidden away from anyone to see. So then when it comes to this time, when it's an extreme situation and there's a war to save the kingdom, so then you use these precious uh, treasures for the funds. And then when it's used, so then you're, it's it bizbos. What, what does the word bizbos mean? So this is not using it on a, on a regular level, the way something is used, but it's bizbos, it's squandered, and it's, it's sort of not used properly. This is something which is totally out of the ordinary when there's an extreme situation, so you have to be mevazbos. Which means that otherwise, it's supposed to remain an oitzer, chosom, closed, men kolaya, for no one to see. So the question is, why? What, what is then the maila of this oitzer being in a situation which is seemingly completely useless? So the so the explanation for this is, thus was the oitzer's, bleiben gonos, the fact that these treasures remain hidden, komus v'chosom, men kolaya, hidden away from anyone to see, is valdi oitzer's, because these treasures are something which is closely attached to and it's on the level of the king himself. In Zain the king himself, which is above everyone else, which is a completely different level, a true king. And over here, 
part of the existence of the king and what's special about this kingdom is the fact that he possesses certain treasures that have been collected by his father, by, by, the, by the kingdom for all these generations. So this is not something that has anything to do with any use. It's just there, part of, and sort of defining the very kingdom itself. As an Afaran, there are those treasures and funds that a king has. But Stavkidom is, what is their point? That they're used in order to fund different things for the government, for the kingdom. They're spent for needs in the country. Or it can be used to put a precious gem into the crown of a king. To add to the king's beauty. Which is also important when it comes to the king leading properly. So a king has to appear and has to be seen by everybody with his splendor and beauty. That's one type of treasure which is used for something specific. But these treasures which are hidden is not They're not here in order to accomplish something that's necessary in the kingdom here. This is part and parcel of the existence of the king himself. A king has treasures. It's connected to the very existence of what a king and kingdom is. His very existence as a king is verbunden mit was er hat Eitzris genusen von Avonim Teves und Margolius. Sorry, is connected with this that he possesses these great treasures of of all these precious gems and and so on. Mit welche er sich mischtascheja and hatte von Tainu. And this is those special treasures that are very closely tied and connected to the king himself, and it's the pleasure of the king himself without any use for anything else. Now this expresses and adds to the true level of who the king really is. The fact that the king is a person of a different stature altogether, not related to anybody else. Not the fact that a king is here to lead and govern and fund things that are needed in the country or to be shown and expressed to the people. But the king himself in his own world, in his own reality, removed over everyone else. So over here, the king, part of the king and his kingdom is those special treasures that he has for himself, hidden from everybody else. That's this Indian of this Eitzel, Chavit, which is hidden. Now we understand the depth of this marshal that Yidin are for the Abishter like, like this hidden beloved treasure. The etzem it sees from a Yidin is hecher a filler from them was durch zei vertnis gala machusis barach boilam durch avidasam the tayro mitzvus. The very existence of a Yid, the specialty of who a Yid is, is is before is higher than the fact that a Yid is here in the world and fulfills a mitzvah, and by fulfilling Taito mitzvahs, we reveal the Eibishter and the kingdom of the Eibishter in the world. The, the connection of Yidin to the Eibishter is higher than that. The, the purpose of a Yid is just their very existence. The very existence of a Yid is one with the Eibishter and expresses the Eibishter without any other purpose, not in order to reveal the kingdom of the Eibishter in the world. But no, the Tachlis isn't them themselves. 
Yidin is an einzach kaviyachol mitatzmusay muhusay is barach. The Yidin are one thing kaviyachol with the Ebeshter himself. And the Ebeshter is ich meshtashayin with Yidin. And the Ebeshter has a special pleasure with the existence of Yidin. The Amelech, was hatayinuk from sein oitzris hagnuzim. Und noch mehr. Like a king that has special tre- pleasure with his hidden treasures, unrelated to expressing his kingdom into the country or anywhere else. So, so too the Yidin are unified with the Ebeshter in this way. That's where Yidin are, are rooted in. And that's the true purpose of what Yidin are. And the Rebbe adds a Nachmer and actually even more than this. Kumtais, and now from this we understand, as the Chilok von Yidin. Und andere Omois is in Zeir Etzendrie Bashaf. The difference between Yidin and other nations of the world is in their very existence, in their very creation. The The existence of a guy is not for himself, not but for a different entity. They're here in the world to fulfill a certain job or a certain purpose that was given to them. The whole purpose of the existence of a Yid is in their very existence. The source of the very existence of a Yid is bound and one with Debesh to himself. So over there, there can't be any Tachlis and anything else. Adarab, they are it. They're, they're one with Debesh to himself. And this is the, the Shadish of what Yidin are before the Yidin fulfill their purpose in the world to fulfill Taito Mitzvahs and to bring God into, godliness into the world and so on. The very existence of the Yidin itself, they are the Tachlis. And this is what it means when it says, separate Yidin to be to himself, to the Ebishter, from all nations of the world. As Yidin zenen ganzen von The very existence of Yidin is completely different of the type of existence that Goyim are. Because their existence is that they are connected to the Ebishter himself and the Kavana, the Matara, isn't them themselves. Unlike uh, the nations of the world that are connected and are here to fulfill a different purpose. Okay, so now we understand the point over here, the difference between a Yid and a Goy and, and, and on, a, on a very uh, high level here, what the Mitzis of a Yid is. And this, the Rebbe explains, is also connected to Rosh Hashanah. Pashas Kisavai is always read close to Rosh Hashanah. This is also the explanation how these Psukim here are connected to Rosh Hashanah. Both of these Psukim, when it says Hayoim, refers to the day of Rosh Hashanah. When it says this refers to the fact that Yidin separate and coronate Hashem as king on the day of Rosh Hashanah. And this is what Chazal tell us, that Yidin say the Psukim of Malchias to coronate Hashem as king. And when it says that Hashem has separated you, what does this mean? This is the fact that Ebeshte accepts the coronation of Yidin. Was das Wert nimshach und oivgetan in der Brie, the Seder Eshtalshelos. And this is what is actually revealed and accomplished in creation and in all the worlds. Al derech bi betchilas abrie, and this is similar to what we find in the beginning of creation. Was bimi nimlach, finish meseim shal tzadikim. 
Nebuchadnezzar consults with the Nishamas of Tzadikim regarding creation. So, so to over here, the Melucha of the Ebishter, the Ebishter is appointed or coronated as king by Yin on Rosh Hashanah. Now, seemingly, from them, Gufe, for Sidon, then a Mamluch, the Ebishter is move on, as they then endow Ede, they then in a Mamluch. If the Yidin are the ones that coronate Hashem as king, so what does that mean? That Yidin exist and Yidin are connected to the Ebishter himself before he's a king, before he's a king and creates and is connected to a creation. And the same we can understand also regarding the existence of Yidin even before the Ebishter creates a world. If Chazal tell us that the Ebishter is, so to speak, consulting with Yidin before he creates the world, is move on as is an endow father on Loche, that the Yidin, they exist even before the Ebishter is coming to create a world. So the question is, So the Yidin existing then, on that level of existence before there's a world and before there's creation where the Abish will be revealed in this world. So what are Yidin then? What is, what is their Indian? What is their what is their purpose? The answer is Das is the Pirish von Amsgula and That's a deeper understanding of what it means when we say that Yidin are an Amsgula, which means an Aitzer Chaviv, a beloved and hidden hidden treasure. Das heißt, what this means is as the Mitzis, as the Emerson Mitzis von Yidin, what is the true source of the existence of a Yid? Is thus, which is in a nelma me'ein kol choy. Yidin are completely concealed from any level of created being. Any level, from the highest levels of malachim or whatever it may be, in the highest ruchnis, the levels, Yidin are removed of all of this. Unshashuim lefanov. Yidin are the tain of the pleasure of the Ebesh to himself. Which is in an ein zach kaviyachol mitatzmusi is barach. The shayrish of a Yid is unified and one with the Ebesh to himself. And therefore, a yid, the existence of a yid, is the same like the Ebishter himself. For Safim is doch nitshayach tzogin, as er is chas v'sholem, tzaliv v'alech hasizinyin. Regarding the Ebishter himself, it's, it, you can't chas v'sholem say that the Ebishter exists for something, for a certain purpose. He is it. He's the essence of reality, the essence of existence. So yidin, which are bound and one with the Ebishter himself, their, their existence is also themselves. But they exist, in essence, like the Ebishter himself, not for any other purpose. So over here you understand on a much deeper level the point that the Rebbe said before, that Eden are not for any other purpose. It doesn't just mean that they're not for any other purpose like uh, the way the nations of the world are, but any other purpose in any level of revelation or in the Bria, in the highest worlds. main kol there could be all kinds of levels of giluyim that are for some purpose or are expressing something. Atzmos, the Ebishter himself doesn't express anything. He's it. He's the, 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 the tachlis. He's, he's, he's the real existence. Now, mitzis ha-metzis. The mitzis of the Yidin that are for themselves are on the same level of existence. With the maggot zokt, with kaidim shenivri zokt af kaidim shenivri Yisrael, so the Maggit says that even before Yidin were created, so their image is already engraved by the Ebishter in the, in the thought, and this is what Chazal mean when they say, that the Shadish of Yidin comes from the Machshav of the Ebishter, the depth inside the Ebishter himself, which is before there's yet any expression connected to creation. That's the Shadish and the existence of Yidin. After all of this, the Rebbe comes back now to the Psukim that we began with, the two Psukim that, is, that say, Liyaisam Zgula, and Liyaisam Kodesh. 
What are these two psukim speaking about? And the Rebbe will explain the Seder of the psukim here very clearly. First passage that refers to Yidin as an Avzgula, and then when it says in the second passage, and then it continues to say that Yidin are also an Am Kaddish. So what's the Seder in the Psukim here? In the Mashtun Pasik, Retzer, when the Maile of Yidin, Mitvelache, they send an Engansen, Eisgetel, for Numesailam. In the first Pasik, it's coming to say the source of who Yidin really are. The Yidin are totally and, and completely different from all nations of the world. La'am Zgula, Oitzachaviv. As we explained, what does Oitzachaviv mean? As Yidin is in Gonos, Batsmusi, Isbarach. The Yidin are hidden away. They're, they're bound up with the essence of the Ebishter himself. They're totally one with the Ebishter himself. There's nothing that Yidin express. There's nothing that Yidin reveal. It's not about bringing the Ebishter into the world. It's the very existence of a Yid that is the Ebishter. That's one with the Ebishter. And now this explains why the next thing that it says in this Pasik is that the result here of this level of Yidin is that Yidin keep all the mitzvahs. The question of the Rebbe before was is already referring to all of the Yidin do or it's a level of Yidin as it relates to bringing a lakos into the world. But the deal here is that it says Lishmer Kol Mitzvah, so the word Kol. Das was Yidin, Hitin Tayag Mitzvah, the fact that Yidin keep all Mitzvahs, all Tayag Mitzvahs, Nitna Zayim Mitzvahs, Vi Bnei Noyach, not only the seven Mitzvahs that Bnei Noyach have, is Nitna Rachiluk and Kamos, this is not just a Chiluk in the a difference in number and quantity, as Yidin Firin Durech Mer Mitzvahs, Yitavkid and Vi Bnei Noyach, that Yidin have more Mitzvahs and more jobs than Goyim do, now this is an under Eichus and the Lishmer. It's a completely different level, a different concept of keeping mitzvahs. By Umar Sa'ilam, when it comes to all nations, So their entire existence is for a certain purpose. So the same thing also is reflected in the way they fulfill a mitzvah. It's with a certain limitation to fulfill a certain purpose. It's based on whatever mitzvahs and whatever purpose they have to fulfill with the mitzvahs. So that, that's the amount of mitzvahs they have to fulfill this purpose. That's the concept of Sheva Mitzvahs B'nei Noyach, to fulfill a certain purpose. By contrast, when it comes to the mitzvahs of Yidin, so Yidin are not here for any purpose. They are it. They're the essence of existence, like David to himself. Is Bazay Derinyin from the Lishmer Kol Mitzvah. Here, a Yid is involved in a mitzvah without a number and without any limitation. He is sort of always in the mitzvah. He's keeping the mitzvah in essence without any limitation. Since the Evishter and his will, which is what the mitzvahs are, the Evishter's will, the mitzvahs express the very essence of the Evishter, is Vasfara Mitzvah Veratzna Zonar Zain. Whatever mitzvah or will of Hashem that the mitzvah may be is yidin. So yidin, which are one with the essence of the Eibusher, so they're there, they're dedicated and involved in this mitzvah. Not that a yid has a certain number of mitzvahs and he has a checklist, he has to do this and he has to do that. Whatever it may be, which is an expression of the Eibusher, so yid is one with that. That's the very existence of a yid.
That's the emphasis of the Lishmer Kol Mitzvah, a different, completely different focus on Shemitah and Mitzvahs, and therefore it belongs over here in the first Pasik where it describes the level of Yidin of Am's Gula, the fact that the Yidin are Chad, one with the essence of David himself. Now when we come to the next Pasik, here it says the Yidin are higher than all the nations. Here the Pasik is speaking about the greatness of Yidin in relation to a world, in relation to the game of the world, once they come out of their source of oneness with the Ebishteh. That even then, Yidin in the world are greater than all nations. The Yidin are the purpose of the entire creation. And all other creations, including all nations, they're created for the purpose of Yidin, to serve Yidin. So defining the existence of Yidin as the purpose of creation is already a Yiridah. This is the level of Yidin once they come out of the source in the world, so in relation to the world. The Yidin are the purpose of the world. This is the level of Yidin that is in relation to the world, in relation to the Goyim of the world, and they can also grasp and see and sense the fact that Yidin are greater than them. And therefore, they're praising the Eden for this. That Eden are beauty and they have a special name and they're being praised for the level that they are within the world, which the world itself recognizes. And therefore, in this Pasik, when it talks about this aspect of Eden, once they come out of their source of connection with the essence of the Eibishter, in relation to the Mitzvahs of the world, so here it says this Indian of Am Kaddish, which is V'yisim Likadoshim, as Oich in Enyanim Gashmiim from Yidden, that even Yidden that come down into the world and live in a physical world, and Valches is Anibichitzayni is Gleich Tzumasaylam to the extent that Yidden are outwardly similar in their existence to the nations of the world. But even here in the world, they're truthfully a holy nation. The there emphasizes that Yidin are amongst the nations. In other words, are living in a Gashmi's world with all the nations of the world. And the Abish to hear in this world separates Yidin from amongst the nations. So that's not speaking about the level of Yidin that's one with the essence of the Eibishter, where there's nothing other than them. Here it's speaking about the Yidin being in the world and being the Tachlis of the world and higher than all the Goyim of the world here. This is expressed even to a further extent in what Rashi says when he explains what the Pasuk there means in the end of Parshish Kedoshim, that V'yisam Likedoshim means as follows, that Minayin Shalayim Adam. From here we learn that how do we know that a person should not say that I'm disgusted of eating non-kosher food, eating a basachaze. That's a yid should not treat mitzvahs in this way. I will rather yoyme should say that it would be tasty for me, I would want it. But there's a decree for my father in heaven and therefore I will not eat this. The Ebesha says, I separated you from all the nations. 
you should separate from all nations for my name, for my sake. That a Yid separates from the Aveda because he accepts with this the yoke of heaven. That's how Rashi describes a Yid's approach to the mitzvah. So what can we also see additionally here in this Rashi? We're talking of everybody that's in the world and he has the same abilities and the same nature and maybe even the same desires as a, as a guy. When Afal Pikain is a Pirish on the Kabbal Olavel Machashemaim. And yet, Ayid behaves differently, he accepts the yoke of heaven and does not eat the non kosher food. So, this is referring to the behavior and the existence of Ayid over here in this world. So, we have the clear explanation here of the division of the two psukim, the first Pasik of Liesam Zgula and the Lishma Kolmitzvaisav, which refers to the level of Yidin, which is one with the essence of the Ebishter. And the second Pasik, which refers to the Yidin as they exist here within the world. The Rebbe concludes here with a very powerful lesson from From all this, we can take a very special lesson in Geidel, Azihirus, Vahazirizus, Fanavis Yisrael. How we have to be so careful and so quick and in the alacrity in the mitzvah of Avis Yisrael. And to what extent. A yid has to be dedicated to giving time for for the sake of another yid. Because here, this deep maila, the highest maila of a yid, there is arms gula, there is a treasure, and one with the essence of the Abishta is who the very existence of a yid is, regardless of his level of shmiras atayro mitzvahs, the very existence of a yid. Regardless of what condition the Yid is in when it comes to his expressing his Kaychis in, in the lower levels of the Yid. But by the, in the core of the Yid, his very existence of who a Yid is, he's completely different and separate of all other people, nations in the world. Being a branch and a work of Hashem that Hashem takes pride in. And this is also what's mentioned in the end of the Aftaira of this week, which is this Pasuk of Neitzah Matai. And therefore, every single Yid is an eternal existence. All Yidin without exception will be in Eilam Haba. And every single Yid without exception, the source from where he comes from is, is the Pnimius of the Ebishter, the Machshava of Hashem. The whole idea of Machshava is it's inward. It's the way, the reality of the essence of Hashem to himself, not expressed anywhere. Nidvi Kolabriya, unlike the rest of creation, was which is created by the Ebishter communicating outward to, an, to create another existence. The whole point of speech is to communicate and give space that there's another entity. This, the Maila, of who a Yid is, is something that has to be revealed. Especially when we read this Pasuk in the Parsha, and in the Aftaira as well. When they talk from Chai Elo. So, and especially when the day of Chai Elul, the Yom from the Shnei Amoiris Agdeilim, the Yom the birthday of the two great illuminaries from the Balshemtiv and Alten Rebbe, of both the Balshemtiv and Alten Rebbe, Faltoiz with the Kriyis Mishanizu, 
und der Woche von Pashas Tavai. Es war in dieser Woche von Pashas Tavai, was von den Jesuiten und Ekrim, von Teres Achsidis, von Balshemte, von alten Reben, ist Aves Yisrael. From one of the most fundamental things that Chassidus emphasizes is the union of Aves Yisrael. Hotmen, Abazunderen, Esinus Koyach. So when we read this in the Torah, we have a special empowerment to pile enough a Yidin, to have an impact on another Yid, Yad Yidin, every single Yid, as ein Maila Atzmis, from Vehashem and Mircha, Yoyim, Lies, Leil, Ams, Gula, that this deep Maila of a Yid, that he's separated and different, that he's an Ams, Gula, so by a Mizgalavaren and a Moifim from Lishmer, Kol Mitzvahis of the Pile. That he should always be involved in all the mitzvahs of Hashem in practice and without any limitation, as I've explained before. And also to reveal the point of the second pasik that even within the world, a yid, a yid is higher and greater and is the purpose and higher than all the nations of the world. To express the holiness of who Yidin are, being holy for Hashem. To be to stand above, to be separated from any matter of goyishkeit, of being involved with goyim koyeldem goyesha bekerbecha, which includes also the goy inside a yid, which is the nefshah bahamas of the yitzahara. And through them, tutmanoiv biyasa says the meaning from tamlichuni alechem, and this accomplishes with greater energy or with greater power the revealing the eibushes melucha over the yidin as is vet nikkele and kol. It becomes clear for everybody to see the Hashem, the Yisrael Melech, the Deibishter, which is the Lekei Yisrael, and therefore he's a king, as Eich Goyim Zen, as Yidin Zen, and Anam's Gula, that Goyim should recognize as well who Yidin are, that they are Anam's Gula, and from them, from them, and from this we come, Tzum Kiyom HaYiyud, in the Vuas Yishai, B'Avteris B'Ashaseinu, the fulfillment of the Nevoah in the Avteris this week's Pasha, about Mashiach, Bis Tzum Siyom, the conclusion where it says, Ani Hashem Bi'ito, Achishana, that the Eivishter hastens the coming of Mashiach, the Meheira of Yameinu Mamesh.